I was told through school that I was too smart to be a carpenter and that I needed to go to college. Welcome back to Women at Work, a podcast by Pro Remodeler and Pro Builder magazines highlighting standout women in residential construction. I'm Caroline Broderick, your co-host and managing editor for Pro Remodeler. Today, I welcome a special guest, Emma Wilson. Emma is a 19-year-old foreman whose journey into carpentry was highlighted recently by Mike Rowe and whose story garnered a lot of support online. I hope you enjoy the conversation today between Emma and I. It shows a different perspective on what it's like to be both young and a female entering the trades. And her story of being hired by her boss, Joe Drew, shows the importance of encouragement and mentorship. And head to proremodeler.com or look at our latest issue to read more about Emma's story and other stories from female trades workers. Obviously, I read the letter that your boss, Joe, sent into Mike, and it gives like some really high level details, but I want to start at the beginning. So one of the first things it kind of starts out is that you just had a general interest in woodworking. So it started as a hobby. When I was in elementary school, my parents would have to hide drills and stuff from me because I would find scrap wood around the house and just start making stuff out of it. And um, I started making cutting boards and I had messed one up. My dad knew Joe and he's like, I know a guy who has a tool that can fix this. And we went to Joe and uh, he helped me fix it. And he kind of walked me through how everything works a little bit. And then I did the same mistake and I came back a couple of times. And I think on the third trip back, he was like, hey, if you have an interest in this, why don't you come work for me? So what was that decision like for you? Was it exciting, a little nerve wracking? It, it was an option that I hadn't really thought of. I was told through school that I was too smart to be a carpenter. And so when this option came to me, I was like, wow, maybe this is something that I could actually do. Joe, Joe thinks that this would be a good fit for me. Maybe I can do this. That's just something that is kind of a struggle with working in the trades, right? It's this like tug of war between people telling you, you have to go get that traditional four-year education and, you know, working on a trade that is a very, very strong career. So talk to me about your experience with that and and what school um, was like for you. I was a really good student during a career fair one year. um, I told my guidance counselor that I wanted to go into construction. And she kind of looked at me and was like, really? You construction? I was like, yeah, I, I like putting things together. And she's like, but you've got like a 3.7 GPA. You you need to go to college. I'm like, but that's not that's not what I want to do. She's like, you could go be like a doctor or a, a psychologist or a scientist or whatever. You you need to go do this because you you're you'd be wasting your talents on construction. And uh, at that point, my I was like, well, I guess I can't do construction. I got to find something else to do. And I I thought about different career options. I thought about being a midwife. I thought about being a dog trainer. And um, I always came back to construction and carpentry. My family is super supportive of doing whatever I want. My parents always said that as long as it pays my bills and it makes me happy, I can do whatever I want. And that's what I decided to go with. And anybody who says otherwise is wrong. Do you think part of representation kind of influenced that too, not seeing many other women 
in trades and knowing it's so male dominated in construction? It was definitely a factor. Mm-hmm. I know that um, going into construction in a male dominated uh, career, it there's a, a level of risk as a woman being surrounded by men that I don't know and new men all the time. There is a risk. And that was another kind of part that scared me about going into construction. Once I started working for Joe, first of all, Joe is an excellent guy. He's like another father to me, and he's very good at making sure that I'm comfortable and safe both on the job site and at the shop. Awesome. And so, um, and I've also made a lot of, I've met women who work in this area now. And so now seeing them and how they deal with these things um, has definitely helped. But I think that while I was in school, um, I think if I had more options, if I had seen that there is a way for me to be safe in this job, um, I think, yeah, I would have been less hesitant. And how awesome to hear you say such great things about Joe, because that is so important to have those folks supporting you. And it sounds like your parents were such a big support as well. And so talk to me about getting your journey from getting to foreman. What was it like when you started? When did you get that title? I actually um, kind of excelled pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I started working in June and within... A couple weeks, Joe was like, yeah, this is really going to work out. You're doing great. You know, I got my first raise within a month or two. And I think two months in, I kind of, we had a talk and he was like, what do you think of this? Are you happy? Are you enjoying this? And I was like, yeah, this is great. He asked what part of the job I enjoyed more. I told him I prefer working at the shop and I prefer building cabinets over trim work. And he was like, great, then I'm going to make you foreman of the shop and you're going to be in charge of cabinets and all that stuff. And probably three months in, he was like, yeah, shop's all yours. It's obviously very, very early in your career. I mean, one of the great things about this industry is you can do so many things in it, but do you kind of have future plans, future goals for the industry? My goal is to kind of do what I'm doing now. I really enjoy building cabinets, but I do enjoy designing cabinets just as much as building cabinets. So I'm thinking at maybe going to get like a design degree and just kind of make myself look more appealing to other jobs. I'd like to move up in Marathon Craftsman with Joe, potentially become a co-owner and kind of work more alongside him. It's a lot of business. I'm not, I don't know a whole lot about the business side of the business, but um, I'm learning. I'm catching on. And my hope is to either uh, become a co-owner with Marathon or start my own business and kind of work with Joe. I want to hear if there's maybe anything you want to say to you know, business owners who are like in a position of Joe, things they should know about, you know, maybe hiring young talent and young female talent or female talent in general. And two, anything you kind of want other women in trades to know or women considering. As far as businesses are concerned, I have found that I 
as a woman, look at problems differently than the other guys in my trade. And so giving them that new point of view, that new perspective and those new ideas has definitely helped our business move more smoothly. And I've put in new systems that make everything a little easier to, to keep together and uh, organize. And so I, I feel like hiring women is important in any job just as much as men because those different perspectives and those different mindsets definitely help round out the uh, work environment and make things move much smoother. As far as hiring the women who want to go into these jobs, do it. Just go for it. I, if I, Barbara always says that if you're given two options, one scares the living daylights out of you and one doesn't, go for the one that scares you because that one's, that one's going to be the best option. And that's what I did. And it's the best decision I've made. I've even before the whole Mike Rowe thing happened, you know, I, I was loving my job and now I can inspire others to hopefully find jobs that they love, but it's go for it, <laughs> do it. Don't be afraid of uh, failing. Don't be afraid of making mistakes. Thanks to Emma for chatting with me and thank you for listening. To stay up to date with all things Women of Residential Construction, be sure to like our Facebook page and sign up for our monthly newsletter. Until next time, keep the work up.